Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup. You're listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today we have Arian on from Good Time, and we're going to be talking about the use case for Good Time. So let's jump right into it. Uh, Arian, A, would you introduce both yourself and would you introduce Good Time uh, to our audience? Yeah, definitely. Uh, my name is Arian, CEO and one of the co-founders of Good Time that I owe. Um, Good Time. So our vision at Good Time is to create a future where every minute counts. How we are creating such a future is in two ways. One is to minimize or remove the unnecessary time spent on non-valued work. And we put the right people into the meeting so the right conversation can be had. So for interviews, we automate coordination for every single meeting throughout the entire interview process, all the way from networking meetings between hiring managers and potential candidates, all the way to recruiter phone calls. In between interviews, as well as the very, very complex sequential uh, final interview, as well as debrief. So everything in between, we automate the entire interview process. And then another thing, The second point that I mentioned is that we actually understand interviewers. We help our customers collect information on interviewers, such as their diversity status, their location, their training status, skill sets, their seniority, and so on. And based on those data, our customers can put the right interviewers into each interview. And to take that even further, we also schedule the shadow and reverse shadow sessions for interviewers or new interviewers to be trained to become uh, well-trained interviewers so that you can put forward the best people in front of the candidates. Um, On top of the visual analytics so that they can continuously improve the process. Really the end result is not only that you're hiring the right talent, in the most efficient manner, but also everyone involved in the interview process um, loves interviews. They're not dreading interviews anymore. They have fantastic experience. Our candidates that use good time through our customers absolutely love good time. We are, our NPS score is at 4.97 out of five. Um, And our interviewers also really enjoy interview process even more because of um, how good time can actually handle load balancing and so on. That's a little bit about good time. Oh, that's fantastic. And that's going to kick us off into a bunch of good things. So let's talk about the scheduling part first. Sure. Um, You know, I'm old enough to remember when you would have a full-time scheduler, uh, a person that would (laughs) do nothing but email back and forth. And, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe even call and uh, fax or whatever and, and schedule things. Um, I'm assuming you're doing some of that with AI or machine learning. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit about scheduling in today's world. Like what, what is the, what are, what's going on in scheduling? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, we are living in the world where cars drive themselves. Um, and, and now I think scheduling has really become 
um, something that really needs to be more seamless, efficient, automated. And that's what your candidates actually expect. Candidates expect more of a consumer-like experience than you having to constantly juggle so many emails back and forth with recruiting coordinators or full cycle recruiters. So scheduling, I, I think the, the expectation from candidates have really become that it has to be efficient. It has to be one click process than a long drawn out multi-day experience. So with good time, we made it where it's a pretty much a, a few clicks of buttons and you can schedule anything from very simple interviews all the way to extremely complex interviews. Um, and with any good software, we actually hide that uh, complexity behind the curtain by automating all that with technology. So, um, also, uh, we make sure that um, the experience that our candidates get, also interviewers get uh, from automated scheduling is extremely seamless. And really the time that it takes for a candidate to be coming into the, um, well, now that with all virtual worlds coming into the office is not really a thing, but we just kind of speed up that uh, the meeting to happen uh, so that, you know, People who recruiters can actually focus on recruiting and, and make creating reports with candidates. I love that. Well, and I love the efficiency. So you said uh, the, the one of the things is the non-value or low-value uh, activities that recruiters and sourcers and hiring managers and candidates have, have right. kind of we've gotten ourselves into. Scheduling is one of those things that needs to be done, needs to be done well. Uh, mm -hmm. expectations need to be set and we don't need to necessarily be doing that through email and calling and all that other stuff. So there's a better way to do that. Um, mm -hmm. I want to talk now a little bit about the, the idea of, of what you're doing with interviewers and training interviewers to be better interviewers. So this is, this is kind of threefold. It's recruiters doing what they need to do on the interview front. It's hiring managers doing what they need to do on the interview front, but it's also mm -hmm. candidates. Uh, and I'm not sure if y'all tackle that or not, or if you, you let other folks tackle that, but it's how do, how does, how do we have a great interview between those three different groups of people? So I'm assuming that you believe that there's a science behind interviewing. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. That's correct. Yes. So, so what are you learning about, about what is, what makes for a great interview? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think great interviews um, happen between the candidate and people who can really spot the right talent for a particular position. Um, you know, all too often candidates are thrown into an interview where interviewers don't even know what to ask or they ask the repeat questions that previous interviewers have asked. Um, and so on. And also what that does is it really subject the candidates to unconscious bias of those interviewers. So what we try to do with good time is that um, we really, we make it extremely easy. Um, and also we try to kind of put different perspective into interviews to where our customers really create this structured interview process. Structured meaning the you know, if for a particular uh, job, all the candidates that are going through the process actually go through the same process. Mm -hmm. um, 
And also the interviewers are uniformly trained to ask the right set of questions to where not, you know, the experience of one candidate is not too far from the experience of another candidate for a given uh, job. And, you know, I, and the, I think, oh, go ahead. And you, you're doing that, and, and I just want to make sure I understand or the audience understands. One of the things that, that you're doing with standard inter interviews is that you're wanting to kind of reduce or get rid of as much of the hiring bias as possible, right? Exactly, exactly. Okay. So yeah, on that front, diversity and inclusion is something that we should not only emphasize once the candidate becomes an employee, but even through the interview process. Mm. The reason why it, it's a multifaceted problem, but um, to, uh, to kind of talk about a couple of problems there, one is, if you have unstructured interviews, then the candidates are definitely subject to unconscious bias. But however, it's impossible for us to completely remove unconscious bias from interview, each interviewer's mind and how they evaluate people. So how you can do that is actually solving that with systems. And then system actually uh, randomize the biases to where Overall, the candidate pool is subject to less unconscious bias and more evaluated on an ob objective and fair standard. Um, that's why structured interviews are extremely important. And also another thing that we really emphasize is that you have to have enough interviewers in the inter interviewer pool that have been trained uniformly to where um, the, the interview process actually provides more of a fair assessment for all candidates. We've seen all too often that interviews are conducted by only a couple, you know, a set number of people. And those 10 people always in, uh, interview the same, uh, interview all candidates. I think it, in some way, I think uh, some people may think that that provides fairer ground because you meet the same interviewers no matter who you are as a candidate, but that actually emphasizes the unconscious bias that those 10 people actually have. And candidates cannot escape those unconscious biases. But if you have more interviewers in the pool, then the unconscious biases can be randomly rotated um, and the system will um, maybe not completely remove, but um, reduce the amount of unconscious biases that candidates are subject to. I love that. I love that. Do you find, because there was kind of a movement for culture fit, which I think was code <laughs> just, yes. between, just between us. Uh, I think uh -huh. it was code, right? For, yeah. you know, I want, I want to hire people like me, um, yeah. which I'm the opposite. I actually want to hire people that are not like me. Oh yeah, exactly. So I'm, I would have the opposite of, of that. But, but do, you, do you find like we're, we're talking less about culture fit or we're, or maybe we're, we're redefining what, what is and isn't and shouldn't, shouldn't be culture fit. I, I mean, I, I think recently culture ad became uh, hmm. like the evolution of culture fit, right? I, I think culture is definitely one of the most important aspects of interviews. So removing that probably wouldn't make sense. But like you said, it's not culture fit or culture, um, you don't want people who come from the uniform or the same type of culture um, in order for you to really achieve more of a diversity and inclusion within your in your organization. But like you said, um, 
looking for people who will thrive in the culture and make the culture even better, that really should be part of the interview process. Not to look for the same type of people, but people who are who, who come from different backgrounds, but will actually make your culture even better. That, that will actually thrive in your culture. Uh, but yeah, I do believe that that should be part of the interview process. Right. And that's and, uh, and, and culture being values, right? Exactly. So, so what is what are our values? What are our corporate values? What do we stand for? What are we trying to achieve? All that type of stuff. Um, oh, yeah. So, when we think about the candidates, hiring managers, and recruiters, and we think about kind of making sure that they have a good experience in terms of interviewing, um, I want to ask you the the question on preparation. How mm-hmm. do we? You know, you've you've already got kind of a great bit about getting people scheduled, which is helpful uh i would tell you and uh and there's also i love the bit on training and getting people understand our best practices and standardizing ritualizing those things but how do we how do we how do we make sure that those three different groups of people have a great experience or as great of an experience as possible yeah definitely so we from good time perspective um so how we think about it is more of a kind of uh, division of expertise. So from candidate perspective, we rely on the ATSs. You know, we work with, you know, some of the most amazing, amazing um, and, and um, uh, mainstream ATSs like Workday, Isense, Greenhouse, Lever, Jobby, Smart Recruiters, and so on. So we let them take care of the candidate side. Where we come in is on the interviewer side, Mm-hmm. So we make sure that the interviewers are trained through our shadowing and reverse shadowing uh, process. And we actually completely automate that as well. Um, also, we um, also we make sure that interviewers are not overloaded with way too many interviews. That's the easiest way to completely botch candidate experience. If your interviewers are literally going through 20 interviews every single week, most likely your interviewers will be way too fatigued where it becomes more of a more of a chore and repetition than them, you know, having this mission, business critical mission of finding the right talent and really giving 100% of undivided attention in the interview. Um, so we do load balancing on the inter- uh, um, it, within our platform to make sure that interview load is evenly balanced across all interviewer pool instead of a few people doing 50 interviews per week and then the rest mm-hmm. are doing like two interviews per week. Um, that's really a really good way for you to make sure that your interviewers also enjoy interview process. So those are the things that we do on Good Time side to make sure the experience is fantastic. I love that. So ratings, you know, getting, uh, you know, and this is, could be 360 out, right? right? So you, you could be recruiters rating hiring managers, hiring managers, you know, uh, rating candidates, all of that type of stuff. But how do ratings play into, or do they, it should be assumptive here, uh, do they play into how we find out who's truly great at something and, and on the opposite side of this, who's horrible at interviewing? Yeah, right. Um, so, on our platform site, we measure candidate satisfaction of the interviews. Mm. Um, 
Oh, actually, not interviews. We are we are actually getting there, but right now we actually measure the measure candidate satisfaction of the scheduling process through the time, and we are pretty much maintaining almost perfect score. Um, and where we are, our processes, our product is evolving into is exactly like you said. We want to know whether the interview actually was um, successful or mm. not. Um, and that can be measured in multiple ways. It could be that the candidate experience was really amazing. That's one way. Another, ex another thing is really the purpose of interviews is that you have the right person in your organization. Right. Quality of hire, uh, though I'll say it's very difficult to measure, that's something that we want to measure to where if there's a complete feedback loop of, you know, it's okay, the interviewers are trained, Candidates are happy. Have you actually hired the right person? Are they thriving in the organization? So definitely that's the evolution of our product where um, we are going into. And, and that's the complete feedback loop that we are trying to create. So how does an organization know? Three questions left. This would be one. Uh, how does an organization know that they've got interviews done well? Like they've just, they've nailed it. They're really good at it. They've just become kind of a muscle memory. It's core. They've, they're really, really good at interviewing. How do they know that? Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's why I think unlike other training processes, interview training is very unique in that most organizations, you know, we didn't invent it. Like we right, actually right. Stay, stay really close to our customers. I even worked as a, a recruiting ops manager um, at two of our customers, Airbnb, oh, actually at Airbnb specifically, uh, just so that I can learn the pain points. Um, and, and really the, the process that we see is shadow and reverse shadowing. What that means is you start with a few extremely good interviewers that are actually propagating their learning, their wisdom and their advice to other, better, other newer interviewers so that um, the, the, the same best practices are actually propagating across the entire interviewer pool. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you can nail that first few experiences with first few interviewers and make sure that the shadow and reverse shadow sessions are actually being followed, um, then I think you can, you can kind of uh, empirically assume that your interview process is consistent and, and everyone's having a great experience through the interview the interview process. I love that. Okay. So during the demo, when, when you show good time to somebody um, and you know, you're, you have a whole team of people, what's the aha moment? What is that? What is it when people see good time dot IO uh, and, and they, uh -huh. they see it, what's the thing that they just go, Oh my God, this life changing. Yeah. What, what's that bit? Oh yeah, definitely a couple things. So one is kind of a obvious. We save up to. Um, I mean, we have some really amazing customers like Airbnb, Dropbox, Box, Pinterest, Snapchat, Shopify, Hulu, Expedia, and you name it. All kinds of really amazing best brands out there. Um, and you know, some of them actually mentioned that, hey, we save up to 90% or even more on their efficiency and time saving. But that's not what makes good time a aha moment. Where really our customers get uh, more of a revelation is that 
they never really make a connection that having the right people in the interview and right. they're well-trained and the efficiency of interviewing is extremely high, then actually that delights candidates. And that's, I think that making that connection is when what happens during the demo. And it, I think that becomes more of a aha moment that, hey, this actually makes a huge impact on the candidate. And as you know, candidate experience is everything because candidates end up becoming your consumers also. Um, so you create this amazing candidate experience through not only through all the tools that you know now, but also by completely removing the hassle of scheduling and completely putting the automation pl uh, platform into it and then putting the right interviewers and well-trained interviewers into the interview process, that makes a huge difference in candidate experience. I think that really becomes a aha moment. I love that. So pricing model, I don't want to get into the specifics of pricing, but just <laughs> what's your overall model for how you go out to market? Yeah, definitely. So we provide two different pricing models and we try to work with our customers. The first one is for more of a, you know, bigger established companies go for enterprise-wide model where it's platform fee based on the employee side. Um, or if you want more flexibility, we provide another model called um, monthly average interviewer model. So based on the forecast of how many interviewers you forecast to use per month, any active interviewers per month, the pricing is based on that. So those are two pricing models that we provide and we try to uh, make sure that it works with our customers. I love it. You mentioned integration. I said that was the third question, but you know, you mentioned integrations and you, you mentioned a, a number of ATSs, but I'm assuming yeah. that you could integrate if, if someone needed you to, you could integrate with uh, their ATS as well. Oh yeah, definitely. We have APIs so we can integrate with any ATS. Right now we work with iSinch, Workday, Greenhouse, Lever, Jobbyte, Smart Recruiters, SuccessFactors. And we are the only official partner uh, in our category uh, with Workday, for example. So we are oh, very, cool. very big on yeah, integrations. And also we work with all the other ones like Zoom, HackerRank, WebEx, yeah. and more. Oh, I love this. Well, listen, what's the what's the last thing people should know about either you or Good Time? <sighs> Let's see. Um, I think Good Time, again, our vision is to create a future where every minute counts and we're trying to make every single interview actually matter. We want every single interview to be meaningful and not a waste of everyone's time. Uh, and we are making a lot of innovative um advancement within our product to make that future happen. So I um, I guess that's one thing that I want everyone to take away with. And I would love to chat with anyone who wants to learn more about Good Time. I love that. And I love the name as it relates to people having a great experience with interviews. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. I, I love the, that that's well tied together. So uh, yeah. I could talk to you forever, Arian. So I appreciate you. <laughs> Uh, and I appreciate you coming on the Use Case Podcast. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And thanks for everyone listening uh, to the Use Case Podcast. And until next time. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.